This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax, proud partner of your Atlanta United, The Home Depot, with more ways to help take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. AT&T, the official wireless partner of Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, and Piedmont, an official healthcare provider of Atlanta United. The home for MLS in Atlanta, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. full-time report that that's about as tense as it was tonight at mercedes-benz stadium that's that's good news uh so 2-1 atlanta united defeats real salt lake tonight and there, there's a lot to to kind of take out of this match uh and and i don't know you help me i, I don't know if i can underreact or overreact to hey atlanta united played in the 3-4-3 and that looked pretty good Hey, Ronaldo Cisneros started at center forward tonight, and that looked pretty good. He had a first-half race. Hey, Atlanta United started Juan Operata tonight, and really, in the second half, Real Salt Lake could not come up with a dangerous chance going at him. Am I overreacting or underreacting to any of that? Um, probably overreacting, I think. I, to... I never overreact no, to anything. never, but I, I think more than anything – that would probably be good for the team and I think for the fan base and I think just in general. Can we get off the roller coaster? Like, <laughs> it, it, it's not everything is terrible, then everything is great. And, and it no, like, 
we did the, the whole thing with the, the bad performance against Austin, which was a bad performance. And that's coming off of a game against New York City where you came from behind twice at Yankee Stadium to get a result on the road. Like, the roller coaster needs to be demolished. Can we please <laughs> demolish the roller coaster? Because, look, it's a good win. It's a good win against the top team in the Western Conference, a team that – you know, hasn't lost a whole lot in their last eight games. They only lost twice. Right. They haven't done well on the road. Atlanta did what they needed to do. Can they be better? Yes. They needed to put the game away a little bit more so you don't have to sweat that out at the end. But you also get those reps sweating a game out at the end. And I think this team with maybe some confidence issues defensively at times because – you're missing so many players defensively. There's no way around it when you don't have Brad Gazan, Andrew Gutman, Miles Robinson, and Brooks Lennon on your back line and in goal. You're going to have some confidence issues. So by not putting the game away, you had to sweat through those moments, which should help you in the long run build some confidence that you can do that. Uh, the man of the match brought to you by Heineken. I don't think much down when you get a first-half race for Ronaldo Cisneros. But as you'll hear in the highlights later on, what I think excited me the most about Cisneros, Jason, tonight is you saw him making the runs off the ball to get into dangerous spots in the first half. And uh, his first goal, the first of two that he scored tonight, was really a direct result of making a run like that. Yeah, and he made a run initially, and it wasn't on, and it was held. And then he made the run again and got the delivery from Almada. I think Cisneros' speed gave Atlanta a different element, and that was key tonight. And it's something that maybe it's against certain opponents that Cisneros becomes preferred up top. He really gave this team a different look, and it's, it's essential for them to be able to do that because if you can get bodies away from Tiago Almada, from Marcelino Moreno, and make it easier for them to attack into space. Not just it's better for those two, but then it's going to help a guy like Cisneros when he gets played into space and he's able to use that speed. And he just he doesn't stop working. He didn't turn the ball over once. He was 14 of 14 when he had the ball. 22 touches, not a ton. That's about the same number that Joseph had on Saturday. But it's the movement that opened up space and the consistent willingness to make those runs that made the attack more dangerous tonight. So, Ronaldo Cisneros, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots were 14-10 to 10 Atlanta. Shots on target, 7-4 Atlanta. All seven of those shots on target, by the way, came in the first half. Possession, 54-46 Atlanta. It was pretty much 55-45 the whole match, it felt. Uh, the key passes were 10-5 Atlanta. The corners, 5-4 Atlanta. All five of those Atlanta corners came in the first half. Duels won. How about this? Atlanta United, 60% on duels tonight. And Atlanta United passed at uh, 87%. My goodness. Amar Sadich, as Jason told you, passed at 96%. The expected goals tonight, 1.21 for Atlanta 0.65 for Real Salt Lake. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, an official health care partner of Atlanta United. 
Okay, we'll have more to come on the full-time report in a moment. We hope to hear from Gonzalo Pineda momentarily. I don't think there's going to be an hour-long team talk tonight, so we should have that pretty soon. Also coming up in the next segment, highlights of Atlanta United's 2-1 win over Real Salt Lake on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Back, 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 back to the full-time report. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta United 2-1 winners over Real Salt Lake tonight. Let's go downstairs where I'm sure Gonzalo Pineda must be very pleased. Whether we can play better at times, we can create more chances, we can be more clinical in the final third, yes, all that is good. But we were attacking as a team, we were defending as a team. And the way we won at the end, the last five minutes, a lot of crosses, a lot of people in, inside the box. I mean, you've seen many, many times how we were giving goals at the end, just because of those second balls, the second actions, the rebounds, all that. Today I felt that everyone was concentrated, everyone was doing what they have to do to close down a game, and I think they did a fantastic uh, job, so very happy about it. And how positive were, how good did you feel, whatever the word is, uh, after Real Salt Lake scored that first goal, that the team was able to see out the half without, you know, a loss in confidence or, or even allowing Real Salt Lake to create another good scoring chance? Yeah, it, it, it was very important. You're right. That I, I, I always talk about the key moments of the game. And always when you score a goal, when you concede a goal, it's always a key moment of the game. I felt that they managed that very well, especially it was the last part of, this, of the first half. And it was very important to go at halftime with that advantage. Uh, but I felt what they did also in the second half, I think if you check the numbers, we gave up 0.1 expected goals in the second half. So I think that was very positive for me that we were able to close on the game at times with the ball, at times having the ball, good sequences of possession, and at times just defending very well. One, can I get one? Sure. Hey, last one for me. Um, two out of the past four games, you've used the the three center backs, I think, uh, Red Bulls and this one. Yes. And both were, I think, the team's best performances in this stretch. Might this be the kind of base formation you use going forward? It, it can be. It can be the case for sure. There's a very good case for that. Uh, I think both games that you are mentioning, we played very good also. Regardless of the result, Red Bulls, I think we all agree that we were very good um, and we didn't win because a couple uh, mistakes. But um, today I felt it was another positive performance. Uh, I told you also that 
it, it wasn't about tactics too. It was about the desire, the passion, and the and the effort that we put as a team. So I, I think yes, we can be solid with a back five and very good in possession, but. I'm not concerned about at times putting back four. That means also we can have more attackers at times. So I'm not too worried about the back line, back four. I'm worried about the mentality of the team. But yeah, there's a good case to, to continue with the back five. John. Yeah, what is your takeaway uh, after this game, following up, of course, in the context of what happened on Saturday? Uh, well, the, the, the comeback of the team, the response that I saw, it was pretty good. I think you also, uh, you all watch uh, a full team, uh, everyone trying to do what they have to do to win. And the highlight for me of the day was Marcelino sprinting back almost top of the box in one transition action that he was almost the last man and he went on the ground and saved us from, from a goal. I think that's what it speaks for itself, that the team's response was good one. Was saying, hey guys, I know we've been receiving a lot of criticism and that, but we're going to respond. And today I saw that, and, and that's what makes me more proud about my players. And then just quickly, kind of along those same lines, you mentioned it the last five minutes, you're under pressure, you're getting the crosses are coming in. It's been something that this team has struggled with. And it's specifically that corner at the very end of the game. You had one corner you had to deal with. It's been a bugaboo for this team. Is that kind of just poetic almost in the way that you were able to defend in those situations? Yeah, I, I felt that it was perfect. It was perfect just because finishing that way, uh, receiving a lot of pressure and absorbing a lot of pressure, but also not conceding big chances. I think it was a good proof that we can also handle those situations very well that had been a little bit the ghosts of the past in those situations. And today we solved it very well. So so kudos to my team. I think uh, I cannot highlight anyone uh, uh, above the team. I think today the, the, the best player was the team. John, this is Reiner, So of course, coach, two questions. One of them about a specific player. Yeah. Uh, talking about life at the back today, uh, Purata in his first start, what you thought about him back there having that experienced voice with that youth that has been back there at the back. What did you think about Purata's start today? I think he did well. I think he, he had a solid game. I think still, uh, I rush his uh, starting, uh, I mean, him starting because uh, I still feel that, that he came out of a long period of, of season and then you know, he's been training only two and a half weeks, maybe three there. I have to check the, the, the dates, but uh, I rushed it a little bit because I felt that going with back three was needed and his, uh, his experience uh, can help us now. And I think he did very well, but I still think that he can do even better when he has more rhythm, when he knows better Alan, when he knows better Aiden, when he knows Rosetto. And also when he physically is a little bit better, I, th I think it was very good, but still I think there's room for improvement for sure. And then specifically offensively, what did you see that encouraged switching the play over to Aiden and the right-hand side in the second half? Was there something that you noticed there? I'm sorry, what? Uh, uh, was there anything that, uh, that you saw, that the staff saw, that encouraged the switching to Aiden and having Aiden more integrated there in the second half and working down the right-hand side? Yes, actually, he's crazy because we talked in the halftime that we were doing that very well on yeah, the left man. side and uh, and that we need to continue using the left side, but we need more on the right side. We need also to, to balance our attacks right and left because I felt that the way they were defending, there was a lot of space in behind. Uh, so for some reason, we start to overload the right now and, and not the left. Maybe also they adjust because I felt they did some adjustments.
adjustments in the halftime, so kudos to them that they stopped the left side, but then we were able to, to break a little bit more on the right side. Actually, that play with matchup that almost gets that assist, I think, could have been the third goal and, and maybe making it easy, but maybe we needed to finish this way. Okay, Gonzalo Pineda, uh, justly very pleased with his team's performance tonight. A 2-1 win over Real Salt Lake. We'll come back with the highlights and more from the Atlanta United dressing room in a moment on the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. does not include the Osmonds is a very difficult task. Well, you know who that was, right? Uh, of course. No, do you? No. <laughs> it's not Tevin Campbell. It, no, I almost said that. It is Donnie Osmond. Well, <laughs> really? Yes. I don't know. He, he had like an 80s type it, uh, it's like actually yes it's actually wow. a funny story because when he came out with that they didn't want the osmond name on it because they figured people wouldn't give it a chance yeah so they sent correctly. it out without a name and it started to get some pop radio play and then they're like oh hey it's donny osmond i had no idea doc I sock's mean, a big fan of that song by Do the way. oh really yeah, yeah. No, it, why am i not surprised <laughs> uh on the full-time report uh, and unfortunately it's been a little rare lately but when atlanta united defeats an opponent we play the music from the city state or region uh that was conquered by atlanta united and tonight atlanta united defeats real salt lake 2-1 uh i mean Really, I, I kind of thought Donny Osmond, like after he got out of the the corny like 1970s Osmond family jam band type deal, I, I thought he really didn't do anything as a solo act until he hosted the $100,000 pyramid. But you're telling me he actually had a pretty good solo he, musical. He career. had a, he had a little bit of a run there. Yeah. If, I, if I remember right, Marie went country uh -huh. and Donny went pop. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just. Did not know that. I know Marie went country. Yes. Uh, but I thought it was always Donnie and Marie, and then, like I said, he did Pyramid, and that's tough when you have to replace Dick Clark. That That is really, really <laughs> tough. I mean, Ryan Seacrest can probably attest to that. Um, 
you know, Donny Osmond. Uh, I mean, who took over American Bandstand after Dick Clark? Does anyone even remember? No, because it's really hard replacing Dick Clark. Just like it's hard replacing Bear Bryant, <laughs> you know. All right, whoa, we're we're getting that took a little some crazy we're, turns. We're, we're getting a little random here. Uh, you know, two weeks post COVID, I guess my mind is still uh-huh. a little messy. Uh, but anyhow, Atlanta United two one winners over Real Salt Lake tonight. I can tell you that uh, for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate two thousand dollars to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Uh, Rocco just misses the clean sheet tonight, but the donation total, $6,000. Rocco did stop three of the four shots he saw. So from a shot-stopping standpoint, one of his better performances of the season. Let's get to the highlights now. Atlanta United, we were looking for them to have a quick start tonight, and that is exactly what happened. Scoring in the seventh minute to take the 1-0 lead on this goal by Ronaldo Cisneros. Herrera at 35 yards from goal. Squares to Pablo Ruiz. Sent down the middle where it's intercepted by Josetu. Passed ahead to Cisneros. Off to the right. Almada stops at the halfway line. Here's a bouncing ball down the middle for Cisneros by Almada. Cisneros at the penalty spot. Shot! Score! And there is Ronaldo Cisneros. That's why he's starting tonight. Those are the runs that he can make off the ball. Atlanta United's got the 1-0 lead. It's also the hot play of the match brought to you by Scana. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. Not only was it the fifth goal of the season for Cisneros, it was also the fifth assist of the season for Tiago Almada. Two runs off the ball. The first one opened up a little extra space for the second. Cisneros was willing to do it again. Now, Mata, that we, we've talked about what Cisneros did on that goal. The weight on that pass to get it around Holt, the defender, but not too far to where McMath can come for it, but still gives Cisneros the ability to do something with it. That's perfectly placed from Tiago Almada. So 1-0 Atlanta United just seven minutes into the match. And in the 33rd minute, Atlanta United off a moment of pressure is able to double their lead. And it is Cisneros again. Rocco now, a couple strides forward, dribbling off to the right at the halfway line and sending it down the right wing to Moreno. Marcelino, 45 yards from goal, squaring to Almada. He'll connect now with Josetu. Josetu goes down the middle and gives it away to Diego Luna. Intercepted right back, though, and sent down the middle. Cisneros, top of the 18th shot. Score! First half brace, Ronaldo Cisneros. And the Peachtree presses back. It's 2-0. By the way, believe it or not, that was Mateus Ozetu's first career assist with Atlanta United. And it starts from a defensive play. And and that's the other side of Atlanta United. We've seen this a good bit this season where the counter pressure, if the first attack doesn't come off, Atlanta United does a very good job of winning that second opportunity. And Hosechu steps up, jumps into the passing lane, wins it, plays it forward to Cisneros, who takes advantage quickly. So 2-0 Atlanta United in the 33rd minute. But just like a Donny Osmond solo ballad from the 1980s, nothing really comes easily to the ears or the eyes for Atlanta United this year. And four minutes after Cisneros scored, 
Real Salt Lake got right back into the match with this goal by Johan Kappelhoff. Third corner of the match for RSL. Miram will hit it. Out of the near corner. Goal to our right. Going to the penalty spot. Headed away by George Campbell. Out to Ruiz. Ruiz will scrape this back to the edge of center circle to Herrera. Now he'll drive it down the right wing to Miram. Miram in the right attacking third. Dribbling. Crossing to the penalty spot. Header score! Johan Kappelhoff. And Real Salt Lake recycles it right back to cut the Atlanta United lead in half. I know at halftime on social media, there was a lot of uh, digging into a breakdown that may have produced that goal. But I think you do have to give fair play to RSL for execution on that as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's a set piece that isn't completely dealt with. And we've seen this this season. Uh, it's something Atlanta United has to continue to work on. They did a good job at the end of the match in those situations. But this time, it's a good ball back from Merrim across. And a little bit of the breakdown, and we talked about it right after the goal. I thought Porata had stepped to the wrong person. But Porata and Franco had what they needed to have. Kappelhoff looped back around. And I believe it's McFadden who's kind of in the area who has to recognize it or one of the midfielders has to come back and help because Parata and Franco were both occupied. And that's the extent of the highlights because, quite frankly, there were no consequential chances for either team in the second half. Uh, a lot of crosses being blocked and knocked down at the penalty spot by Alan Franco and Juanjo Parata uh, in the second half. And Real Salt Lake's final corner of the match was dealt with very nicely by Atlanta United. So a testament to good second-half defending by Atlanta United. Atlanta without a shot on target in the second half, but no consequential chances either for Real Salt Lake. It's the sixth win of the year for Atlanta United. And, and by the way, Atlanta United, not only three points below the playoff line right now, but three points out of sixth in the East and they have a game in hand on the sixth-place team, Charlotte. So you win Sunday against Orlando, you could be right back into this thing. Uh, you're really right back into this thing right now with 15 matches to go. Real Salt Lake, this is their sixth loss of the year. They fall to 8-6-6. Six, and six. And one other thing I want to note, Atlanta United's last three matches came against, uh, just looking at the current Supporters' Shield table, Atlanta United's last three matches came against the first, fourth, and eighth place teams for the Supporters' Shield. Three pretty good teams, right? Mm -hmm. And Atlanta United went 1-1-1. One, one, one. Mm -hmm. That's not too bad, all things considered. Mm -hmm. Disappointing loss on Saturday, but um, Austin's atop the Supporters' Shield table for a reason. They are very good. Just to keep things in perspective right now, a lot of people were – uh, jumping away from this team Saturday night, and I'll be eager to see how many came back to the team from a support standpoint after this performance tonight. We'll take your questions and comments on Twitter after this. Again, send them in at Mike Conti 929 and on Longshoe, and I'm confident we won't have any more Don Donny Osmond songs after this on the full-time report as Atlanta United defeats Real Salt Lake 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Start on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Landy United 2-1 winners over Real Salt Lake tonight. They're from Utah? Brandon Flowers, the singer. I am, wow. I grew up in, in Utah, spent a lot of time there. He's born in Nevada. They're a Vegas band. But again, kind of searching a little bit it's on a, the Utah yeah, artists. A little and, tough. A little and tough. Look, played the Killers in the, the Five Stripes Countdown as well. Uh, they're one of my favorite bands. So. They're one of my favorites, you know, too. Sorry. Uh, they're one of my favorites, too. Uh, you know, one of the, uh, um, I guess, kind of uh, slurs that's put on me by some people on Twitter is that I'm Mr. Brightside. <laughs> I'm actually honored to be called that. Well, you want to call me a sunshine pumper, that's one thing. It's I think that accurate, one's mine. Uh, I've been called that, too. But, uh, <laughs> you get lumped in I with mean, me on it, that one. I'm going to be Mr. Brightside tonight. Well, look, they, <laughs> nothing but Brightside for Atlanta United because this is a very good performance tonight. And uh, really, I think a, a good springboard going into this match on Sunday against Orlando, and we'll talk about it in the next segment. But remember, Orlando has to play tonight in Colorado and then come all the way back across the country to play Atlanta on national TV on Sunday. So that's going to be very, very tough for the Lions, and it would be – very, very sweet for Atlanta United to defeat their rivals in this building where they have traditionally had Orlando's number. So far, Orlando's 1-0 up early in the second half out in Commerce City. Well, now what you have to hope for is a rare lightning delay in Commerce City or something that's going to prolong the match tonight. Uh, let's get to your questions and comments on Twitter, and thank you for sending them in at Mike Conti 929 and at Longshoe. Uh, Christopher Gersel says, more than anything, the most impressive part of the first half tonight was the off-the-ball movement, and midfielders look like they have so many options in the attack right now as a result of that yeah it's what was needed it's what austin really took advantage of there not being enough of that playing a high line able to compress the field atlanta wasn't able to pick the passes through it because there were so many austin bodies in those passing lanes when you're able to make those runs in behind and gonzalo pineda has been harping on this for a while this is not a, a new thing he's been wanting more of it and Cisneros delivers it. And Cisneros, it really was contagious with him starting it. Moreno was very active in, in those kinds of movements. It's not really Almada's game. He's one who's going to take advantage of it. But Wiley and McFadden also getting forward quite a bit. Machope Chol did that when he came on. You're, you can get runs in behind from a lot of different positions on the field, and I think Atlanta got that tonight. I thought McFadden really stood out to me. H.J. Bison says his man of the match was either Moreno or Sadich, two others who played very well tonight. Yeah, both were outstanding. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of with Gonzalo Pineda in this that, that there's not – outside of Cisneros getting the two goals, there's not really, you know, you don't want to really single anybody out over the rest of the group because it was the collective effort. And that was something that we, we mentioned in the countdown coming in was the collective had to perform better. You had to get the, the, the fight, the energy, the movement collectively. It's not about individuals. It's about the collective. And, I think, you know, what you can take away from tonight is you look at this roster and you look at the talent that's on it, even the talent that is not injured that is available that you, you have for selection, and it might not always be the 11 most talented players that combine to create the best collective. Tonight, the collective was very strong. Let's hear from Kevin and Charlotte, our friend. He says if Ronaldo can start as striker... Then he needs to, unless we go to two up top, 
because he doesn't think Joseph would have been in those same positions. He hasn't been. Um, it's it's just it's a different type of player. And, you know, I, I don't – I'm not in Joseph Martinez's head. I, I don't know if the, the knee is an issue. I don't know if it's just his game has changed. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if he trusts, you know, getting in behind in those moments. I don't know what it is, but – he hasn't made the runs that we saw from Ronaldo Cisneros early on. And I think this team has shown this season at times that they can play well and create those spaces through other means. Luis Araujo can make those runs in behind. The wingbacks, the fullbacks, they can make those runs in behind. You can find it from different positions, but there's times when you just you need it simple and you need it from the number nine and you need it centrally. And Ronaldo Cisneros making those moves – he, he creates a little bit of a selection headache for Gonzalo Pineda, who, you know, I, I think at this stage of the season, you're getting to where you want to get settled in what your 11 that you can count on is going to be. And Fernando Cisneros keeps delivering, you know, go back to the last three games. He had the assist, the big assist mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. He had two goals here. He keeps delivering. He's going to keep getting more time and more starts. Yeah, and it, it could be a selection headache, but at the same time, I don't think Gonzalo Pineda is afraid to stick with Ronaldo Cisneros no, right not. now. As he said quite clearly in the post-match show, he wants to win. Joseph wants to win, too. Cisneros wants to win. The whole team wants to win. But uh, I don't think Pineda would have any hesitation continuing with this if he felt like it gave Atlanta United the best chance to win. Will Secor wanted to know what the duels were, and and it was 60% Atlanta winning the duels tonight. He said in the first 25 minutes especially, it seemed like even though RSL might touch a loose ball, it always seemed to bounce to Atlanta almost magically. Yeah, 22 tackles. Atlanta won 15 of them. Real Salt Lake, 4 of 7 on the tackles and, and that's a little bit of the physicality and, and just being aggressive in those moments and they won the aerial duels as well and, and I think that was something towards the end that became very very important Atlanta had the advantage there were 52.4 percent of the aerial duels uh, one more from Nick he said he really enjoyed Parata and Sadich tonight he wants to know who would we sit if we wanted to keep Sadich on the pitch I mean, it's Ibarra, you know, really right now and Sosa. Those are are the ones. And the question, and and I think this is something that, you know, the game is kind of trending in this direction worldwide. And Gonzalo Pineda, I think, is somebody who kind of subscribes to to the style. It's not about 111. You know, it's about a group of players that you can count on, but it's not about 111. So there's going to be games that you might need a little, you might need Ibarra, a little more physical presence in the midfield. You might need a Sosa who's going to sit more as a true six than you can do than having Hosechu and Sadich as your two holding midfielders. You might need a little more steel. There's going to be games like this one where you know you're going to have the possession advantage. You know you're going to have the ball. You want your, your best players on the ball. And I think Amar Sadich is one of your best players on the ball. He's just a brilliant central midfielder who does a lot of things that that go under the radar. And you need those kinds of players in your team. He fit the bill tonight from the tactics perfectly. And I know Gonzalo was was stressing the other things than tactics tonight. But playing in the shape that they did, having Cisneros making those runs in behind, having Sadich who is so good at opening the field up and finding space. Those are tactical things that Gonzalo Pineda nailed 
tonight and and won the match with those things all right so atlanta united gets the much needed result tonight they're going to get an extra day of rest uh, as well considering this was a midweek match they don't have to play again until sunday that is a break and like we said orlando their opponent on sunday playing a late night match in colorado tonight so we'll see if that's any benefit but when we come back we'll preview that match against orlando as we wrap up the full-time report atlanta united 2-1 winners tonight over real salt lake on sports radio 92.9 the game Orlando. Orlando, I love you, Orlando, SeaWorld and Disney, and Pod Pod Golfing. I thought you'd appreciate that one. I, I can think of a few other attractions in Orlando other than the Putt Putt Golfing, but God willing, we will hear that song again uh, on Sunday's edition of the Full Time Report, Atlanta United defeating. Real Salt Lake tonight, 2-1. They will play Orlando um, on um, uh, Sunday, 3 o'clock will be the kickoff, 2.30 for the Five Stripes Countdown here on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Orlando's one of those enigmatic teams. They are playing, by the way, right now in Colorado. Jazzy Zardis has just equalized. They're in the 66th minute. It's 1-1. Orlando's enigmatic because they actually have a better road form than home form this year. They're 5-5-0 at home they're three two and four on the road so if, if they get a win in colorado tonight or even a draw uh they'll have a better form on the road than at home but atlanta united just always seems to have their number here uh the one time that orlando did get atlanta united at mercedes-benz stadium uh it was a somewhat controversial 3-1 loss you'll remember that was the match where ismail elfath waved off a uh uh, request for review by the VAR after Brooks Lennon got kicked in the back of the head in the penalty area uh, late in that match with Atlanta United already trailing by two goals. But uh, that was Atlanta United, if I recall that day, with no designated players. And even last year, Atlanta United against Orlando managed to finish above Orlando on the table, had a dominant win here at home, had a draw to begin the season in Orlando, and played a thrilling 3-2 match down in Orlando uh, in late July. So... Uh, Atlanta United has always tended to match up very well with Orlando City, even when it appears Orlando City has a superior side. Yeah, they're a weird one this year. They're very inconsistent, sometimes even in the same 90 minutes. They'll, they'll look great for a segment, and they'll look awful for a segment. Defensively, it's kind of the same group that we've seen for quite a while with Pedro Galese and goal. Kyle Smith, Juan as your fullbacks, Robin Janssen, Antonio Carlos as your center backs. Feels like they've been there forever. And it's okay. At times, it's it's pretty decent, but it's also a defense that has let them down quite a bit. Now, they have added a little more steel in the midfield in Cesar Araujo, who's a, a good Uruguayan in that midfield area to help Junior Urso. And they've got firepower. You know, this is a team that Erchan Cara is not starting tonight. Uh, but Alexandre Pato has been healthy this year. He's been pretty good for them. Maurizio Pereira has been very good for them. Facundo Torres is really starting to get going in this league. So they're, they're a team that can kind of lull you to sleep sometimes with bad play in a match and then open up a, a, and create a number of opportunities. Atlanta has to have the same kind of focused performance on Sunday that they had tonight. I think they will. I get that feeling. Again, 2.30 for the Five Stripes Countdown on Sunday. 3 o'clock will be the kickoff here at the Benz, Atlanta United and Orlando City. That'll do it for tonight. 
Dylan Matthews, our producer, Miller Pope, our engineer. For Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Once again, Atlanta United 2-1 winners over Real Salt Lake. We'll see you back here on Sunday here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Orlando. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.